So, this past week we listened to System of a Down, thank God. But before that, we have to talk about the introductions. God damn it. This man is the reason, the motherfucking reason, that Oprah has a fucking protection order on him. Is because of his huge cock. Mr. Rob Fortune, how are you? I'm doing alright. Mr. fucking Claptique Central right here. Alright, and this guy is the founder, the president of Nambla and Rogaine Incorporated, Mr. Jack Motherfucking Falcon. Oh, shit! That was crisp. Yeah, that was crisp. That was crisp. Like my dick, I it was so crispy and good. I felt my dick unravel. You ever seen like a garden hose? Like when it gets yeah. filled up with water? And it's yeah. all limp and then it goes, and it like you know stretches those, out. You know the garden hoses that like don't tangle? Yeah. They like get all squished up, and then they like fill, when they fill up with water, they get bigger. Jumbo, what do you think that was that I just opened? Um, oh, you can see my screen, but I, um, I'm gonna—I couldn't really see the the can. It, was it a Miller? No, this is it's a seltzer. Uh, what the, oh, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Uh, you drinking seltzer? Got him. What's up? Yeah, this is this is all I got. What, what, well, who makes that? Hannaford's. What the? Fuck? It's like a gross. It's a grocery store. I, I I know I live in the south, but you know what I, I know what Hannaford is. I used to live up north, but yeah, store brand. All right, I gotta I gotta I gotta hit you you gentlemen with this one. All right, we gotta fuck Mary mm-hmm. kill. All right, this is gonna be okay. a tough one. Okay, it's gonna be a tough one. Yep. Christian Bale, Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. go. Well, I, I, I'm trying to remember any Tom Cruise movie that I like. Uh, maybe Mission Impossible, uh, the, 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 the Samurai movie, The Last Samurai, I think he's in that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I dislike him the most. Uh, Liam Neeson, I know that he's like, uh, like a meme for like, uh, you know, you, you kidnap my daughter and I'm going to kill all yeah, of yeah. you. But I, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a, a movie of his. And then the other one was Christian Bale, who was uh, American Psycho, Batman. Um, so I like his Christian Bale the most. So I guess I'm gonna marry him, and uh, I guess I'm gonna fuck uh, uh, Liam Neeson for the like, uh, like we we did already do him in one of the fuck Mar- oh, What was it? Yeah, we. I, I remember that I was. I said I was gonna fight him to the death, and it was gonna be exciting because <laughs> I, even if I kill him, he's gonna kill me at the same time, and yeah. that, that would be like the. That's a good way to go. If you're gonna die, have it be a, a real death like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I'd fuck Liam Neeson because he'd probably kill me during it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. Tom Cruise has to die. He was in that shitty Mummy movie recently. It's like unforgivable. Oh. It's unforgivable bad. So he's out. Yeah, he's uh, gone. But here's the thing. Um, I saw a great Liam Neeson movie where he was like a snowplow driver. I might have brought this up at one point. Yeah, we did. You did, you did, you did yeah. Okay, yeah. So his son, yeah. oh, yeah, because we already did the fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm marrying Liam Neeson, and I'm fucking Christian Bale. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I'm going to no condom, bareback, fuck Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. And I'm full of releasing, too. This is a fucking, the full load is going inside of him. 
Um, I'm going to marry Christian Bale, and I'm going to kill fucking Tom Cruise because that dude's yeah. a fucking vampire. Every, everyone he's worked with, Kelly McGillis looks like dog shit now. Uh, the kid he was with, uh, Jerry Maguire, in, looks older than he is. The dude's a fucking, oh yeah, that redhead kid. Yeah, the dude's a fucking vampire, dude. He needs to die tonight. I'm just, that's all the fuck I'm saying. I'm pretty sure they like digitally de-age him in movies now. <laughs> so, so I I think you said this was gonna be hard, but we all picked the same uh, course, didn't we? I think we just yeah. did. I, without yeah. even noticing, I think we just yeah. did. You bring up a valuable point. <laughs> we we all got the same dick level, I guess. We got the same dick level. Right. You might have thought it would have been difficult because it's men, but like we're de- we're decentralized or whatever to it now. Desensitized, whatever. Desensitized, desensitized, and decentralized uh, from it now. So yeah, dude. Do you think that John? <laughs> so the drummer of fucking System of a Down, I think he yep. is a fucking illegitimate son of Neil fucking Pert and Steve Copeland. Uh, yeah, I love him. Um, <laughs> he has like a YouTube channel, so he owns like a comic book store. I remember someone saying that like a year ago. They were talking about it, mm. and then. Uh, so he has a YouTube channel, or at least he's on YouTube. I don't know if he does it somewhere else and people just steal his videos and put them there. But he was playing a System of a Down song and he kept fucking it up. And now, granted, he was recording it with his phone and it sounded like shit. Uh, and it was probably within the past like six months. But I, that I was like, I can't watch this video. I'm pretending I haven't seen this. Yeah. Because whenever I listen to their albums, I'm like, this guy is the man. He's so awesome. Yeah. yeah but it's it, like the dude is his timing. His timing is just fucking amazing. Like, I've never... It could be triggers, too, uh, for the studio quality. Obviously, you want to use triggers um, to have it as crisp as possible. But this guy's timing is fucking amazing. Like, I just want to fucking suck his dick. Just to, like, say that I sucked his dick. But, all right, I'm moving on. He's great. He's he's, he's awesome. He's great. (laughs) There's no slouches in this band anywhere. None. Yeah, yeah, Well, well, the guitarist, but that's maybe here or there. Huh. And uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's a slouch at all. But I, here's the thing. Here's what I think. That Sir Tankian. Yeah. I, I think he's. I think he thinks he's saying profound shit and being poetic, but it sounds like a goat being slaughtered and ass fucked at the same time. Well, and... he he does like a more goofy <laughs> take on him a lot of the times. There's a lot of ridiculous, goofy melodies and crazy shit going yeah, on in a lot of these songs. Okay. I'm and I think it's awesome. Like, uh, like uh, Serge has an immediate, uh, you will recognize his voice immediately. You know when it's him. Yeah. And uh, I think it does wonders for this band. Yeah. Well, Stevie Nicks uh, screams better as a goat than he does. But anyway, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Okay. I got nothing to say. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Shit. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw these guys live twice. Um, one time it was around 2004. One time it was around 2008 or 2009. Um and I think that their music still holds up really well. The first thing I want to talk about before we start talking about their albums, <coughs> there was a, there's like an internet Zelda song that everybody thinks is by System of a Down. It is not. Uh, so the track gained internet fame via Napster, where it was mislabeled being by System of a Down. It's actually by uh, the band The Rabbit Joint on their 1998 self-titled album. And if you go to their Bandcamp page on this the page for the zelda song it says as made famous by system of a down so like the guy knows it's a meme and the guy knows you know he he's not you know he's he knows that no one gives a shit about most of his music and this this song is like pretty popular so he's like yeah just just embrace the meme uh, system of a down made this song famous nice i'm down with it i'm down with the system yeah. system of a down syndrome uh, on their uh, Bandcamp page it pretty much says like half the songs in this album are garbage <laughs> For the rabbit joint. Yeah. All right. 
so yeah, we're gonna talk about System of a Down. Let me get the artwork up. Let me drop it in the. Yeah, fuck, Daddy. Show me, show me that artwork, Daddy. Okay. So here's here's an interesting fact about the artwork, which I didn't know, and I know you guys don't know, because I'm gonna tell you right now. Thank fucking God. Um, so uh, see, System of a Down is a 13-track record released in 1998. It's the band's debut studio album and certified platinum. The the cover art, designed by visual artist John. Hartfield for the Communist Party of Germany is from a 1928 anti-fascist poster. The text on the original poster reads, a hand has five fingers with these five grab the enemy. And I have the picture that it comes from. Oh, shit. Wow. Which is this one right here. You know, I support fascism, but all right. <laughs> wow. It's funny because like the the symbol of a union is the five fingers closed into a fist, which yeah. you know that that's uh, easier. That's you can you can isolate fingers and make them uh, you can break them easily, but as a fist, you're strong. You know you know so come together. Yeah. So that's funny that both of them are a symbol of like uh, power or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's the hand I see right before I get raped. Oh, also <laughs> this this band this is one of the most consistent band lineups you'll ever see. With yeah. the exception of there being an original drummer at one point who left before he left in like was it ninety seven or something like that? Yeah, um, he left they, for he was injured. He was injured though. Yeah, he, he like broke his hand injury. or something. Um, and since then, it's just been the four of them, which is great. That's amazing. They're a very tight knit group of people. Yeah. yeah I, I blew all of them. So, oh, one thing that's okay. So, one thing when when we talked about Lincoln Park, it was kind of mind blowing, <clears throat> just how many albums that band sold. System of a Down never sold crazy amounts of albums. Like that's a lot. It's respectable. Like eight million, six million, whatever. They're not. It's not nothing. But the thing that's crazy is the amount of views their YouTube videos have, um, or their music videos that are now on YouTube. So the singles on this album, Sugar has 118 million views. Wow. Spiders has 100 million views, and War has 18 million views. Um, favorites on this album, I almost couldn't even pick favorites. I'm surprised how much I liked this record. I don't think I've ever listened to this one all the way through. Um, Back in the day, my buddy was obsessed with System of a Down, like 2002, 2003, so somewhere around there. And he was always talking about them and showing me their albums. And we listened to Toxicity quite a bit. And I don't think I ever heard this one all the way through. Um, but it's really good. Um, I, there's, it's like this is like an album that rides the line of like something that is almost like avant-garde. And then it's, it isn't. And it's, it's able to be anchored down. And something like this, it's very, it would have been very easy for a, a, an album like this to not this it could have been like it just because of the the craziness of it i could have seen this album there's there's a there's a a version of this world where this cd never got popular and then there's this version where it did jomo what do you think of this album dude i think this album was the answer to if rage against the machine was actually a better band okay um the fucking truth about it is i love even the production quality like there's a stark difference between fucking um this self-titled album and toxicity the yes. album the quality you know what i'm talking about rob the quality is yeah. different but i love the fucking rawness the rawness of this album is like holy shit like it it, it feels like not indie but it's like oh shit like where are they going with this you know i like yeah. the drumming was good um the vocals threw me off because he variates in a lot of different songs like He'll scream. He does like little Scatman Crothers here and there. He does some weird shit, but it's it's like uh, you know it's acceptable because it's wacky. It goes with the guitar riffing. It goes with the the band. Um, I don't like the guitar riffing though. 
And I'll tell you why. It fucking sounds like a Green Day riffing at some points. It's just not good. It's too simple. I think he could be a little bit more complicated, but not take it, um, you know, over the top. I think Sweet Pea, one of my favorite songs, it's a... It, it has its own different pace. It's kind of crazy, but it's, it's appropriate. It feels like me going on a fucking Coke bender and I'm just like shooting up downtown LA, all right? Uh, for me, Sugar, I thought was dog shit. Suggestions was actually my favorite one for drum work. I thought the dr- the fucking drum work on Suggestions is fucking savage, man. You can't beat it. Other than that, like, I, I would tell you, uh, D-Double is, to me, too punky. Um, I-, I just... Other than that, it, was, it, it goes back and forth. And they even had, like, um, this song that was on the EP called Marmalade. And I don't know if you guys listened to that or if you dived into the fucking YouTube butthole or the rabbit hole, I should say. Um, but it's like a hidden gem. Get a chance once you're done uh, after this. Listen to Marmalade uh, by System of Down. It's actually a pretty good song. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw it on one of the uh, – one of the, it's on the end of one of the playlists. I didn't listen to it because it, it's not on the actual album. But Yeah. But it, one, of my, one of my notes here, Jomo, Sweet Pea is an amazing song. Yeah, I agree completely. <laughs> <laughs> I want a coke. I want a coke bender, though. I feel like I I, I deserve a coke bender. There's a song with cocaine in the title on. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> one of the later that. albums. Yeah, memorize. Yeah. <laughs> mesmerize. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. mesmerize. Uh, yeah, Rob, what do you think of this album? So um, I love this album. I listened to this album a lot. Uh, I was I was exposed to Sugar in in '98, and so I liked them right away. And um, you know, I, I was, uh, when I was 14, I was listening to Neurosis and Meshuggah and shit. So, you know, when, when, when kids at high school said that, uh, System of a Down has the best drummer of all time, uh, I was like, well, I've heard faster, I've heard more technical, but I, I did always love System of a Down. You know, a lot of, uh, new metal made me cringe, uh, but System of a Down, while it did make me cringe some of the time, it also made me laugh. So it's like they didn't take themselves so fucking seriously. One of my favorite moments is in the second half of Suggestions. There's this whole build-up. And at the end of this build-up, instead of do- doing this like masculine, tough guy fucking show, he does this silly, super high voice. Yeah. And it just it fucking makes me laugh. I fucking... <laughs> I, love, I love that they don't take themselves too seriously. They're political, yeah. but they're also fucking fun. And like, yeah. where is the fun in music? They fucking bring it. They're a metal band, but they're fun. I fucking and that's a theme throughout their whole career. I love them for how much fun they have. Um, as far as cringe, uh, f- cringe begins on track one, and everyone needs a mother. Fuck. Yeah. I, I like. I, I face palm when I hear that line, but I give them a pass because whatever. I give them a pass. No, I love Sugar. Um, my girl, you know, she lashes out at me sometimes, and I just fucking kick her, and then oh baby, she's okay. That's one of the like. If you're if you're going if you're meeting a new singer and like your you, this your first impression you see like napkins everywhere and there's like st- shit like that written on a napkin it's like you're never going anywhere I'm not fucking talking <laughs> to you but like I don't know put put to music it's like a fucking funny line it's like well it's yeah. super offensive but it's like uh it's I don't know uh, he has my attention he has me laughing um and spiders yeah so I this is to me this. This is a, uh, I listened to the first five songs, and then for me it runs out of jizz, and I just uh, 
but I've listened to this album. I, I realized that I think about this album like all the time. I it's just one of those albums I loved early on in my, uh, and I just listened to it a lot. And um, I don't know, they're fucking fun. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a melody guitar line in Spiders that I'm pretty sure Breaking Benjamin ripped off. It sounds Probably. like the line from So Cold. It sounds like one of the either the chorus or the verse line. Really? Every time I hear it, that's what I think of. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they just ripped that off. Um, yeah. So uh, when I was reading uh, reviews of this album, someone in- explained it the exact way that I feel. They, they gave a claim to this album and they said it's an excellent starting point for uh, this most yes. curious band. Yes. Yeah. This is a great diving board. Uh, you never know what these guys are going to do. Um, and they're, they're incredible. They're funny. I, they're, I had to add everybody in the Discord with that song Chicken Stew when I heard it from Steal This Album because I was laughing my ass off. Yes. Like, it's so ridiculous. I'm like, this is amazing. It's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I can't like pick a favorite. I, I like this whole album. Um, what else do I want to say about this? Yeah, it's just a catchy, energetic, unique, well-written record. And I like those wacky... Uh, guitar and, and vocal melodies that really don't like most metal bands wouldn't be caught dead using something like that. Yes. Um, but they get it to work really well. Uh, yes. And it goes like, yeah, throughout the whole career, uh, BYOB has this fucking ridiculous um, chorus that no metal band would touch that. No yeah. like, masculine metal band would touch that chorus uh, yeah. uh, melody and they make it fucking awesome. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, uh, great, great album. Uh, great start to a career. Um, I, I like, I like, you know, this, this is like the beginning culmination of, um, just the band getting better and better and better. There's one line, um, about, so, uh, th- these guys went on hiatus, like pretty much directly after their last album, uh, or the tour on their last album. And one of the things that the, uh, the drummer said, uh, he, he exclaimed that putting the band on hiatus was a grave mistake. I never wanted system to take a hiatus. I think it was a disastrous move for us because we never reached our peak. Um, so this is like the starting point, kind of the, you know, up the mountain. A lot of people say that this is their favorite uh, System of the Down album, and they wouldn't be wrong saying it. It's, it's really good. Um, but, yeah, the, these guys, I, they definitely reached peaks. I don't know. But I would have I loved that if they, if they were all able to get along, uh, see eye to eye, not go on hiatus, and just have been putting out music together for the past, like, 15 years. So it's unfortunate. But yeah. it happens to the best of them, I guess. Yeah. Um, is everyone set on this album? Toxicity. Oh, fuck yeah. Ooh, daddy. Move on to Toxicity, daddy. Ooh. All right, so here's the cover of Toxicity. And this is, there's a running theme um, throughout some System of a Down stuff about Hollywood. Uh, Darren was born in Hollywood. Uh, there's a song at the, the last song on Mesmerize is called, um, what the fuck is it called? Oh Old school Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, lost, uh, lost, lost in Hollywood. Lost in Hollywood. Lost in and like the last line, he's like, you should have never trusted Hollywood. Uh, so yeah. this is, we see, uh, so the cover has the System of a Down name instead of uh, Hollywood. And it's also like green, like it's rotting or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toxicity is a 14 track record released in 2001, certified multi-platinum. That's the band's first number one album. Over 30 songs were recorded, but the band narrowed the number of songs on the album to 14. Several of these recorded songs that didn't make it into, uh, onto Toxicity were re-recorded for System of a Down's next studio album, Steal This Album. Uh, both Chop Suey and Ariel's were, were nominated for Grammys for Best Hard Rock Performance. Spice Girl Melanie C. picked it as one of her favorite albums. And a six-hour riot ensued. 
uh, at a free concert in Hollywood the day before the album's release as a result of the show's cancellation due to an overcrowded show in which, uh, which was set up to accommodate 3,500 people. However, an estimated 7,000 to 15,000 fans showed up. The audience rushed the stage, destroying all the band's touring gear worth approximately $30,000. Uh, the song Chop Suey was originally titled Suicide, but Columbia Records forced the band to change it to avoid controversy. The song title was therefore a wordplay, Suey as in suicide, chopped in half. However, the band members claimed that this change was not caused by pressure from their record company, but simply to choose their battles carefully. Uh, most pressings of the album include the intro to the track where lead singer Serge can faintly be heard saying, we're rolling suicide, which he does. I didn't, I've never yes. noticed that uh, until I was listening to it today and I didn't notice it. So that's at one point it was called that. I want to ask you guys a question. So here's the singles. Chop Suey. How many views do you think this YouTube video has? Uh, I'm going to say 150 plus million. On Spotify okay. it has 680 million. So almost oh, a billion. Holy shit. On YouTube, this video has over a billion views. Nice. God damn, dude. Toxicity, has, which was the next single, has 570 million views. And Ariel's has 320 million views. The views these guys get on their videos is fucking bonkers. It's insane. Yeah. Yo, they're, getting, they're getting paid, my man. They're getting paid. Yeah, yeah. It's on their YouTube channel, so. And it's not like one of those Vivo channels, so they're getting some of the. One of their new uh, songs, which we'll talk about towards the end, was. Uh, I think both of them were fundraisers. And it shows how much uh, each song made. And one of them made like $300,000. Nice. Uh, so my favorites on here Prison Song, Needles, X, which it might be Multiply. I'm not exactly sure what the name of that uh, uh, song sure. is. Chop Suey, Forest, Science, Shimmy, Toxicity, Psycho, and Aerials. Again, it's another album. It's hard to to have a song that you don't, or you know, not just choose all of them for the favorites. And this was the big album that my buddy Mike Myers, who I haven't seen in forever, he used to talk about this album. He would never shut the fuck up about it. All he would ever talk about is System of a Down, Toxicity, and how much he loved it. Um, and so we listened to it quite a bit. Uh, Rob, what do you think of this album? I loved it. Um, I... Uh... So I, I didn't listen to it much at the time. I had it. I, I like I bought this record on um, what's that thing? A vinyl, and uh, I kept thinking I'm gonna find a, the money to like buy a vinyl player so that I can listen to this fucking thing. And so I just I never listened to this album really. Uh, and um, it took me a, a few views uh, to to like it, but ultimately I think I uh, like this even more than I like their self-titled. I think it shows growth. I think it. Uh, um, I'm gonna say this is my second favorite uh, System of a Down album because there's there's still cringe moments for me and there's still um, I don't like needles because uh, that line uh, pull the tapeworm out of your ass uh, yeah. I don't know it, it, I don't like it um, that's that's actually what I was gonna say that's like one of my favorite lines I was just singing it to Becca sure. pull the tapeworm out of your ass sure <laughs> I I don't I don't like bounce. Uh, but yeah, I love Prison Song. I love, I love, uh, yeah, I, I love this band. I love this album. I think um, um, here's something I want to say. A lot of music I listen to is either like, like it's vocal centric, and then there's just like stuff in the background to support it. You know, who cares? And then a lot of music I listen to is all guitars, and it might as well be instrumental because who really gives a shit about the vocals? This album is it's as if it was all written together uh you know like Serge does such a good job at uh, like being an instrument like um if 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 a transition is coming up uh uh Serge will 
you know, be become more loud or like change his tone to be more aggressive. And so that way, when the uh, when the transition comes, it's so super smooth. It releases all the tension and like there's such a dynamic thing about his his voice. He's just I don't know the the voice and the the the, the vocals and the guitars go together so well. I'm used to it being one or the other. Like I'm not like it blending as well as it does. I don't know. I'm fucking impressed with this album. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> There's a song on here called Shimmy that's not even two minutes long, and towards the end, it just goes into like a jazz style song. Yeah. And then it comes back into heavy to end it. And I, when I was driving around, I was like, "See, that's okay." One thing I hate is like when I can predict a song from the beginning. Nice. And there's a ton of stuff that goes on in their albums that you, you're not going to predict that it's yeah. coming up. Yeah. So one of my favorite things in, in music in general, I mentioned this when we talked about Anthrax because Cotton Amash does it. One of my favorite things is when um, the music changes around the lyrics, and the, so, but the lyrics stay the same. So they keep the lyrics the same, the vocal melody of those lyrics and the music around it changes to make everything sound different, and they'll do it like back to back. Mm. So System of a Down does this quite a bit. Um, one example on this album is Psycho, where it starts off with this like staccato thing, like didn't, 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 and then like the whole band comes in and he keeps singing it. Um, and then there's another; they do it at the end of BYOB. They do it quite a bit. Um, those are two examples of ones that stick out to me. And I, I don't know, I love it. It just gets me, it, it gets me fully torqued. I'm just like that's that's what I love. And I, I brought that up on Anthrax because I loved it then. I loved it now. It's one of my favorite things. Jumbo, mm. what do you think about this? I'll tell you this, the fucking drum work on Forest and Prison, I almost shoved a finger up my ass and jerked yes. off. Like, yes. I, I was like, if this dude wants to fuck me, he totally can. Like, uh, mm -hmm. the fucking, like, I get the instrumentals make fucking System Up and Down. I think the vocals are definitely more in support. I think definitely Serge Tankian. I love the the lyrics to Prison Song because it fucking it's alarming. It's it's alarming how a fucking a pedophile can fucking get like six years or ten years, and some dude who's fucking you know pushing weight, you know heavy weight with rocks and coke and all that shit gets twenty fucking years. You fucking yeah. kidding me? The are you fucking kidding me? Like. <laughs> It's ridiculous, but it, it, it highlights that just that's maybe one of the things, or maybe not even the thing that is covered in that fucking song. But the prison song fucking highlights it. This this country sucks <laughs> when it comes to fucking prison reform. Like, yeah, you, you, we gotta fix this shit, man. And but I like love the guitar work on it. I love the fucking drum work. I think, and this may be an unpopular fucking opinion. Every song were goofy bangers or great fucking great songs i did not like aerials aerials made my dick you ever jumped in a cold pool and your dick shrinks a little bit that's yeah, what I'm happened not. i had shrinkage <laughs> when i listened to fucking aerials dude and i did not like it chop suey so get this man like my mom doesn't know but she, she'll probably know after this i smoked a lot of weed um mm -hmm. fucking if <laughs> If it wasn't for Trap Suey, like, I was just like, bro, like, when I heard the song, I was just like, high as fuck, I was like, fuck yeah, like, holy shit, man, this is, this is fucking intense, and I didn't think System of Down would get that big, but I actually went to go see System of a Down 2002, uh, when I was still talking to my dad, man, fucking, I went with him, because he, he wanted to go, and he was high as shit and drunk at the same time, and I saw System, and I, we were, we, it was at, um, God damn, what is that? What is yeah, that OzFest. It, yeah, it was at OzFest in Hartford. And I was just like, holy shit, like, amazing. Amazing fucking show, too. And during the show, they actually broke... They were doing, I think, Sugar. They broke 
did toxicity halfway and then broke into shook back into sugar again. Wow. And I was just like this. I was like, oh, like I was impressed. I was like, holy shit, man. This band is fucking, they're heavy. They're good. And when they do have big dick energy songs like Forest, um, you know, uh, fucking um, Prison Song, uh, Toxicity, Chop Suey. I'm like, man, this shit is fucking, it's good. You can't deny that their shit isn't good. And yep. there's some simplicity with their, with the riffing, uh, whether it be guitar and bass, but the drum is the core big thing. That dude has like a fucking, he has to have like a schlong donger from hell. He has to. Yeah, his, his, his drumming in, in the song Toxicity, like everybody knows it. Everybody yeah. knows the, his oh, dude, fills and everything. I practiced yes. that song dozens of times. It's fucking amazing, dude. The, the, yes. You know, he could give me hush money if he raped me. I, I'll take it. So yeah. this dude is very, so he's, okay. So um, Darren became very like egocentric, especially towards the end of the last two albums. Um, Dar- Darren and Serge, like they had a lot of issues together, um, not seeing eye to eye, not being kind of stepping on the other one or being stepped on by the other one. And so, you know, they, um, they, that's one of the big reasons that everybody parted ways, but like this dude is such a team player. This is what he says. He says it takes four people to make this band and it takes four people to unmake it. I think we're all to blame. I could just blame Darren and Serge because quite frankly, they're the primary songwriters. So it's easier to blame them, but it's not just their fault. Like that's a man, dude. That guy is just, he he doesn't just point a finger at them. He's like, yeah, it's all of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this 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 is a life changing album for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. It holds up, in my opinion. This whole, this album, all of their stuff, really. But this album specifically holds up incredibly well. It sounds great. I was driving around in the car listening to it, uh, listening to it on my computer, listening to it on headphones, and I always uh, liked it. I was hearing all kinds of different things as it goes, picking up all these little, uh, you know, cool things that they throw in throughout the album, and it's just it's just really well done. Oh, prison song also. He it's it's like seamless between like him talking and him singing because there's a bunch of verses that he's talking about all the issues with prison and i was just like hypnotized by it i was like i i could listen to this guy talk it's, I, it's a shame if this dude doesn't have a podcast because like i would listen to him talk for like hours straight yeah Ooh, man. he might he might let's take a look he's on wtf recently oh really i didn't even know oh, okay right. yeah check it out i have to check it out fuck yeah so yeah five out of five ten out of ten this this is my favorite album by system of a down it's very good Never, not disappointing, except for Ariel's, but that's about it. I don't yeah. like Ariel's either. That was like when I was 16, like some guy would invite me over his house. It's like, let me show you how good I am at guitar. You play Ariel's, and it's like, yeah, I, I learned this yesterday. And it's like, yeah, bye. <laughs> bye. You know how yeah, easy it, that it, shit is? <laughs> yeah, it, it's boring, but I don't find it like offensively yeah. bad or boring but yeah, yeah it's not like if i had to pick any song on that album to listen to it wouldn't be that one yeah it definitely yeah. it definitely wasn't ear rape but i'm just saying it's not my favorite yeah <laughs> all right so um did i already ask if anybody wants to say anything else about that oh. that's good all right so we're going into steal this album next oh. uh steal this album is a 16 track uh record re- released in 2002 and certified platinum in early 2002 medium quality mp3s of the band were released over the internet under the name toxicity 2 uh, the band issued a statement expressing disappointment that fans were hearing material that was unfinished and they worked to release a completed better quality version of the album which became steal this album uh, though often reported in the media as being a collection of b-sides and outtakes the band insisted that steal this album material is of the same quality uh, as the tracks which made it onto toxicity drummer uh uh, John, what's his last name? Domayan. Yeah, Domayan. Yeah, and, and Serge both both revealed that the album is their favorite 
uh, System of a Down release. Mm -hmm. There are four limited edition alternate CD designs. Oh yeah, also I should, I always forget to say this. The information that I get is from the internet and Wikipedia, um, and I try to present it the best as possible, but I didn't read this stuff out of an encyclopedia, so uh, I found it scavenging the internet. Most of it is on Wikipedia. So each, here's the special edition, uh, four limited edition alternate CD designs, each designed and drawn by a member of the band. Uh, the vinyl <laughs> edition of the album was released as a double picture disc with, with each side featuring one of the designs. Uh, let's see here. Okay, singles, Intervision. Uh, there's no music video for that, but it was a single, probably just one of the radio singles, and then Boom, which has 22 million views. Uh, let's see here. I do think I do think this album is awesome. I just don't like it as much as Toxicity. Uh, Chicken Stew is one of the most amazing songs by uh, the band ever. It has to be top five for me just because of how ridiculous it is. Uh, he says, what a splendid pie, pizza, pizza pie, every minute, every second, bye, 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 bye. Pepperoni and green peppers, mushroom, olives, chives. Pepperoni and green peppers, mushroom, olives, chives. And I love that line. And I went to a party the other day and they asked what kind of pizza people wanted. And I didn't, I didn't respond. And when I told uh, Becca about that, she's like, yo, you should have told them pepperoni and green peppers, mushroom, olives, chives. And I was like, why did I not think of that? That's yeah. exactly what I should have said. I should have yeah. requested that. Yes. Yeah. But I yeah, mean, this, this, this album's awesome too. What's up? No, it's to me like, well, go on, go on. I, I want, I want to hear what Mr. Rob Fortune has to fucking say about it because this okay. album was definitely. Uh, I don't know if I was still smoking weed during that time, but anyway. Um, I, I put it on once. Um, it didn't grab my attention like the other albums did, so I'm gonna put it as their worst album. But I don't know, whatever. It didn't offend me. It didn't. Uh, I don't know the other. I, I love this band, and so if this is my least favorite of of band that I fucking love. Oh, this album was fine. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it's good. Uh, my favorites on here, Chicken Stew. Intervision Inter is awesome. I do remember hearing that song on the radio a ton. Uh, Bubbles is awesome. Boom is awesome. Mr. Jack Pictures, Highway Song, Fuck the System. Uh, Roulette is, I believe, I think it's the only acoustic song on here, and it's pretty good. And then Streamline is the last one, which is also really good. Uh, yeah, I do like this album quite a bit. Oh, there's so there's a story about the song. I don't, okay, I keep trying to remember how to pronounce the song. It's just like letters. It's like a chant in the song. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jomo? You know how to pronounce this, so I don't have to. Yeah, something. E -A yeah, yeah. It sounds like a retarded kid trying to sound out vowels. Okay, that song. Uh, the drummer said it was inspired by an encounter he had with Knight Rider actor David Hasselhoff in a liquor store in Los Angeles when he was around 12. He was getting a drink, not an alcoholic beverage, a soda or something. He was walking out and I couldn't believe it. Here was Knight Rider in front of me and I said, Knight Rider, I must have been 12. He looked at me and goes, hey, kid. And he kind of pointed the finger at me cowboy style, like probably like a gun thing, finger mm -hmm. guns or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's a cool story. Yeah. Everyone, nice. likes, everyone likes David Hasselhoff. Yeah. What's up? Chicken stew. Dude, chicken stew is fucking amazing. I fucking Just say something bad about it. No, no, no. I fucking, I, I love it. I love the fucking song. Intervision, Bubbles. They're all fucking strong bangers, man. But that opening where they're talking about the fucking, <laughs> the ingredients of the pizza. Like, I'm fucking. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone loves fucking pizza. And if you don't, you can go fuck yourself, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing i did not like boom i heard it there was a videos for it war is profitable people need to die so that my stocks go up okay so mm -hmm. let's keep boom let's pretend like it never even fucking happened um i like how add is honest about uh how shitty america is on both sides um america is 
We need to stop going to war with people. We need we need a break. Yeah. America is tired. Amer- America yeah. is like this girl is basically like um, a porn star who's taking up the ass too much, and like her asshole doesn't look circular anymore. It's more like you know, like a line, like a straight line. It looks like it's been beat up a little bit. Um, you know, you do want to see that. You want her. You want her to get back in the game, right? Um, my favorite song is "Fuck the System." To be quite honest. Um, yeah, "Fuck the System" is good. Yeah. The, the, I, I, you can tell Serge Tankian did a little bit of drugs, like a little bit of cocaine, man. Like cause the scat on that was just like, bro. He, you know, no. he he had a pinky bump, and he was like, "Come here, Go listen to the song that I was talking about, whatever the fuck it was called. Go listen to that song and yeah. read the comments. Everyone is like, "Dude, well, how about drugs with this guy on when he wrote this?" I want to be on your drugs, bro. Tell him, give me the list. I need the list. What were yeah. you on? <laughs> Uh, but I'll, 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 I would say um, I'll, I'll list off my favorites at the end, like uh, where I tier albums in my head as you know from best to worst. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But anyway. oh, but yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, it's it's a good album. Uh, a lot of this, a lot of these songs on here do sound like they were from the Toxicity era, so they still have the same. Um, they give me some of the same feelings from it, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Mesmerize now. Mm, I was mesmerized. Mm. So uh, at one point, um, when I saw, so I bought this album like the day it came out, and I listened to it quite a bit. Um, I do prefer Mesmerized to Hypnotize personally. Um, Mesmerized is an 11 track album released in 2005 and certified multi platinum uh, at a length of just over 36 minutes. It's the band's shortest studio album. Uh, like Hypnotize, it, it debuted at number one in the U.S., making System of a Down, The Beatles, Tupac, and DMX the only artists to ever have two studio albums debut at number one in the same year. Uh, the Japanese version of the album contains alternate mixes for Soldier Side Intro and Lost in Hollywood. BYOB won a Grammy Award for Best Hard Rock Performance at 2005's 48th Annual Grammy Awards. Uh, despite being two individual albums instead of one double disc release, the cases for Mesmerize and Hypnotize were designed to fit together to form a double album, and both albums' artwork were created by Vartan Malikin, uh, the father of Darren. I'm going to put a picture in of what it looks like when you put them together. Here is one <clears throat> picture of them connecting, and then this is what they look like um, when they're together, like a double album. I don't know why they didn't just release this as a double album. Uh, singles on here BYOB 370 million views and question has 85 million views um, Jomo you want to start with this one dude I like BYOB like eh, it was okay it didn't do it for me you know what did it for me was Sagaro Sagaro was fucking one I love the instrumentals of it and the fucking the dick measuring like my cock is much bigger than yours oh, yeah, yeah 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 like that is totally an American thing to do is to be like hey let's measure cocks let's see and then like one is uncut one is cut and then you're like should we snoodle let's make it happen I don't know do we gain each other's powers is this like Dragon Ball Z where go <laughs> fucking I'm just uh, but anyway I love the guitar riffs on um, uh, Sagaro I thought they were great. Um, Violent Pornography is an homage to Sasha Gray. Holy shit. Like, uh, Choking Chicks and Sodomy. Like, yeah. That, this is how bad... Our, and I think, obviously, it's not an homage to Sasha Gray. It's talking about how mm-hmm. fucking corrupt we are. Like, I, I think, honestly, like, porn... Like, everybody's watched porn in this, <laughs> who's listening, everyone who's in this fucking chat. 
but it, it does destroy the mind. It does destroy the mind. It destroys your expectations of, you know, what, you know, that person you want to be with it will do. I mean, ass to mouth is not something you should be fucking doing. <laughs> There's disgust. It's fucking gross. It's like, what is that? That's a little ass mucus. Oh, okay. But honestly, like, I thought the album was good. Um... Uh, what is it? This cocaine makes me feel like I'm in the song. I was just yeah. like, bro, that is fuck. That song is fucking out of there, dude. It's fucking out of there. Uh, other than that, the rest of the songs were kind of mediocre in my opinion. But um, I so what, I cigar. It. So you mentioned the first song of cigar where he says, "My cock is much bigger than yours." My yeah. cock can walk right through the door. Yeah. But then the second verse, the second verse, he says, "My shit stinks much better than yours." My shit stinks <laughs> right down to the floor. <laughs> I think that a man, you ever seen the South Park episode where they're fucking yeah. where, where they're like farting into into yeah. wine glasses? Oh, yeah. what year is that? Yeah, the one to drive like uh, electric cars and stuff. Uh, that, but that's how that's how fucking hypocritical and snooty Americans are sometimes, man. We're fucking pieces of shit. We. we we, we need to get our shit together as a country, man. It's getting bad. <laughs> but this highlight, this album highlights all of our bullshit. It really does. And if you don't believe that, I mean, we could agree to disagree, but we are shitty people. Rob. So uh, this is my favorite album. Um, for, for me, this has, uh, I, I've mentioned some cringe album, uh, cringe moments on other albums. I, uh, I don't cringe at any of this. Um, and I... I uh, I I loved BYOB when it came out. Um, uh, how do I say this? I, I I love bands that push something, push an envelope. Like if if a band isn't irritating me part of the time, it's probably playing it too safe. I mean, like uh, Mark Hoppus used to say, "I don't want to record Blink One Eighty Two Diet." You know, it's like if you come to me because I'm I'm good at this, and then you're gonna do a fucking watered down version of what I did when it's, it's already been done so like why are you such a coward you're gonna dedicate yourself to doing what's already safe and it's already been done like how is anyone gonna be passionate about what you're doing if all you're doing is copying others so that's like one reason I love system of a down is they're uh, you know they're 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 doing things outside the normal they're 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 willing to be like unmasculine they're willing to bring in other genres to me this album like uh, I, I've been I've wanted to make the feel good metal album of the year for forever, and this is the System of a Down has done it better than any other album I any other band I can think of. Songs like BYOB, it's like it's metal, but it, it just it, it makes me fucking feel good. I remember lo mm -hmm. like listening to this album, and there's so many feel good moments on it, and the the dual vocals work really well. I love. Uh, I, yeah, I love both of their their vocals. I love the guitars. I love yeah. Th I love this is my favorite album. One of my one of my favorite things that they did when they evolved was where Darren sang more. I love the two singing together. I agree. Yes. It's it's so good. Uh, yes. I don't know if he he does much singing at all on the first album. He does a little bit on uh, Toxicity, but here they like do a lot of stuff. Um, yes. Almost fifty fifty. There's even songs on both of these albums where Darren is the main singer and Serge is the secondary singer. Yes. Um, so when I talked about songs that are unpredictable, there's a song in here called Question, and the chorus is just like da 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 And like so the song at the end towards the end of the song, you get it like fades out and you get this guitar, like this acoustic guitar, like ending the song, and then it comes back into the chorus for like two times through, and I was like, 
that is it that's the shit that i love yeah like it's it's so awesome and there's like a specific scream in byob that almost no band would do like who wants to be on the radio because it's yeah. such a ridiculous long almost like ugly ass scream like they do it so the one thing that's cool about this album is it's it's cleaner than a lot of some of the other ones it's, like the guitar playing is clean and i don't mean like the distortion i mean like his guitar playing is in is impeccable on these albums um i'm not always in love with the distortion that he picks um but uh what was i going to say about it they um i don't oh, know uh, yeah so um oh so this okay one of the one of the things that pretty much ruined these guys is that uh darren wrote pretty much both of these albums and uh told serge like what to do and i believe serge was like well i didn't really want to do that and he's like well too bad it's already done so pretty much go do it and <clears throat> and that's that um yeah so at the time of recording the two albums thinking was almost out of the band to the differences in creative input and financial revenue split um oh i, I think we, we talked about uh bands who don't start the album off the way they should my one of my only gripes with this album is i think byob should have been the first song um i like the soldier side intro quite a bit uh the thing of it is is that it's supposed to connect to the last song that's on hypnotize um, but i don't know if most people even remember the first song of of uh, mesmerized by the time they get to the end so i, I don't know if it connects the way that they that they had in mind um Oh, also, uh, when I was thinking about uh, these records, when we listened to um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the idea for the last Stadium Arcadium was to have, well, before it was Stadium Arcadium, it was three individual albums released like half a year apart. Uh, then they were going to do two. Then they just took the two and put them into one. But that album, even though it's good, is is quite a slog to get through at points. Like, well, it, I, it's not like a slog, right? But it, like you could put it on in the background is what I mean. But like it's not... It, it wasn't like pe like perking my ears up all the time. It's long. It's like two and a half hours or whatever. But this, I don't feel like even both of these together is, is that much of a slog. There's tons of differences. There's crazy shit going on all the time. There's energy. There's ridiculous melodies. And, and it's, they're, they're, it's a good pairing. It, it, they could have taken half of the songs and thrown them out and made a five-star, you know, 10 out of 10 album without you know, losing anything. Um, but there's, there's quite a bit of, of stuff going on here. And I think that um, uh, Lost in Hollywood is a nice ending to it. It's this negative song about, you know, Hollywood and how you, you pretty much get thrown away and, like, you should have never trusted them to begin with. Um, but it's good. I, I was a, hu a huge fan of this record when it came out. I listened to it all the time. The girl who I was dating at the time was also big into it, um, and we just used to listen to it all the time. Uh, so, yeah, it's a good job. They won a Grammy, and they deserve it. BYOB is fucking awesome. It's one of, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Me too. Uh, Jomo, would you like to say anything else? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm ready to get okay. hypnotized by baby dicks. Okay. Bruh. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me drop the cover. I need, I need to stop. I'm going to have a fucking investigation on me. I'm joking. I'm not. Bro, there's already an investigation on you. <laughs> you know, you, right. co you colluded with the State Department. It's all right. So most of the information for this was already tied into the previous one, but Hypnotize is a 12-track record re released in 2005 and certified multi-platinum. It's the band's final studio album. A Lonely Day was nominated for a Grammy Award at the 2006's 49th Annual Grammy Awards. Singles, uh, Hypnotize has 170 million views and Lonely Day has 280 million views. Uh, favorites on here, Attack, uh, Kill Rock and Roll, Stealing Society, Tentative, You Fig, Holy Mountains, uh, and the so the final one, uh, which is Soldier Side, which is pretty much like an electronic version of the intro from uh, Mesmerized. Uh, 
when I I think when I listened to Attack originally, I hated the uh, guitar, like the very intro to this album. It sounded like shit, but I think it was because I was listening to it on my phone. Because when I listened to it just before this, I was like, oh, actually, it does. It, it sounds pretty good. I'm, I'm into it now. Um, uh, beginning of Holy Mountain, uh, Holy Mountain's guitar playing. It sounds like they ripped off Aerials. It, like it has like the same kind of uh, guitar vibe and tone uh, in playing. And even though after listening to it for the week, I've warmed up to it, but Lonely Day is still one of the few System of a Down songs I just don't like. It's boring, uh, predictable, and it doesn't do anything for me. Uh, his guitar playing on it is actually really nice. You don't, there's not too many guitar solos in um, the System of a Down discography. He normally uh, stays lower and he's not really up high doing crazy shit, uh, but he does in that and it works out. It sounds good. Um, and uh, Soldier, uh, Soldier Side, um, it's one of my favorite parts of, of both of the albums. And uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, Jomo, what do you think of, that, of this album? This is where I think, um, I think that they fizzled for me uh, with, this, with this album. And it, I'm, I'm not trying to bash them, but to me, Hypnotize feel like, hey, they got a fucking solid budget to make a great album. They got producers, they got great equipment, they got a great studio, wherever the fuck they went to, right? Um, but it kind of just fizzled out. It kind of seemed like, hey, we're just make, putting out an album to make an album because we have an agreement or we're getting in way over their head. I thought a lot of the instrumentals on this fucking... With, with respect uh, to the, the drumming, the drumming I thought was always phenomenal. Um, they, it's just kind of shit, man. To me, it, it, it fizzled out, man. I, when you brought up Lonely Day, I was like, yes, I agree with you because Lonely Day is kind of like... It doesn't feel like system. It kind of yeah. feels like we're just making a fucking song. And to me, it's like, oh, whatever, dude. Like, I was I was very put off by this album. I don't like... First of all, and I got to get this off my fucking chest. All their album artwork, I do not like. There's nothing about it that screams fucking drugs. I want LSD, Coke, Mushrooms, yeah. Uppers, Downers, Poppers, Vicodin, uh, Zannies. I want the Jeffrey. I want to smoke a Jeffrey when I listen to this album. But guess you don't what? like the cover for Toxicity? Um, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I don't have any and any of their album work to me. The album artwork is dog shit. It's dog shit. All right. But however, the songs are good. But this album, mm -hmm. Hypnotize, did not fucking do it for me, dude. It didn't do it for me. It felt like they were just putting out a fucking album, dude. And this is where I like my fizzled off and I kind of like went away from System of a Down because in my opinion, I was just like, mm, they're kind of losing themselves. And I'm glad, that, I'm glad they went on hiatus. I'm glad they did because there was probably too many fucking um, artist conflict between them. There's too many idea conflicts and they couldn't get yeah. over that shit. And next thing you know, oh shit, fucking, you know, we're getting too big. Now we're putting a double press. Well, was this a double press album? I think it was no, they're two. They're two individual albums okay, okay. that can be like linked together. Okay, yeah. So it's to me, I, I didn't do it for me. Mesmerize, I thought was vastly better um, than yeah. Hypnotize. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, they could have did a lot better. That I was just disappointed with Hypnotize. Yeah, my my opinion's uh, pretty similar. I uh, there's like blast beats, like the drummer is still fucking killing it, mm -hmm. but the guitars are fucking weak. A lot of time, it's like it's it's a vocal album, so like let's let's do vocal harmonies and then just throw in some chords behind it, like just fucking boring chords, like ring it out, you know, just 
the the whole thing I loved about System of a Down is like they, it was all like written together and it was all interesting. And then this went back to that we're a vocal band, like you know, mm-hmm. guitars are just I don't know, the guitars were garbage on this album. Yeah, yeah. That's what I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, yeah. So this is what's his name? Uh, Darren was definitely more um, into the vocal side on this one yeah. specifically. It feels like, um, but so he went on. So, well, let me let's fin- we'll finish talking about them. So yeah, this album comes out. Whatever they're they're pretty much about to kill each other. Uh, in System of a Down's final performance uh, before their separation took place on August thirteenth, two thousand and six, in West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, Malikin. Uh, told the crowd tonight will be the last show we played together for a long time we'll be back we just don't know when but yeah uh there's a you know you were saying when i listen to toxicity it feels like it's it's something that came together from the four people and it's like an equal pull or whatever and it meshes well this is the first stuff of them these two albums that was completely pretty much written by uh darren and i can completely understand the thing where you feel like it gets disjointed again and it goes back into something that you didn't appreciate as much as it being something of all of them together mm-hmm. so after um these albums and they they went to do their own thing in 2008 darren and john started a band called scars on broadway they had a cd their first cd called scars on broadway came out in 2008 and then they just recently put out a, another album in 2018 called dictator uh, a lot of people are like yeah that band sucks balls I haven't listened to them, so I don't know. Um, Serge also did his whole solo thing. He had uh, four studio albums, Elected Dead, <clears throat> Imperfect Harmonies, uh, Harakiri, and then uh, Orca Symphony Number no. 1. Uh, I remember hearing Serge's stuff on the radio, uh, and it, it was okay. Uh, but I, it goes back to where it's like, you know, the idea of System of a Down isn't any one of these dudes. Um, and if it is, and it's too much pulling to one of them, you kind of get weaker stuff than what we had before. And uh, System of a Down also put out two songs uh, within the past year. One was called Protect the Land in 2020, and one was called Genocidal Humanoids in 2021. Uh, I listened to them a couple of times. I don't particularly really like either of the songs. Um, you know, they're, they're not, like, offensively bad, but they're they're not, like, the quality of, like, 2001 era of uh, uh, System of a Down. Yeah. Mm. So, Jomo, what are your overall thoughts? And you have you said you have these CDs ranked. I have them ranked. All right. So I'm gonna go into uh, I would say my favorite top album, Toxicity, hands down. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, then I'm gonna go steal this album. Then I'm gonna go mesmerize. Then I'm going to um, self-titled. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to fucking hypnotize. And I'm not just putting the self-titled album that low. It's just because they obviously evolved over time, and they got better. They 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 meshed well. Their ideas were more fluid, and they they did well. So for me, that's where I put my rankings at. But if I would tell you fucking anything, dude, Serge, T- the funniest fucking video is seeing Serge Tankian singing with a full like a full orchestra. And he's doing his dog shit fucking goat getting raped and slaughtered at the same time. <laughs> Singing. I'm like, oh, and there's people in the crowd going, this is, this is rough to listen to, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Is he like trying to be the Armenian Freddie Mercury? Like, what's trying to go on? Because it's not happening. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> but other than that, man, that's my ranking for that. I, you know, the song Kill Rock and Roll and Hypnotize, I actually really like. I think the vocals are ridiculous, and I, I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, Tentative also has, like, a really awesome... It's either Tentative or Ufig, one of them, uh, has a really awesome chorus, but... Um, 
Yeah, hypnotize. I mean, uh, hypnotize. Uh, toxicity is, is my favorite. Um, the other ones, you know, uh, probably top three are toxicity, mesmerize, and it's hard to say if it's the, the if it's the self titled or steal this album because chicken stew honestly is enough for me to be like, yo, it's top three for me. That song alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are those are top three. Yeah, man. What about you, Mister yeah. Fortune? Mesmerize, Toxicity, System of a Down, Steal This Album, Hypnotize. Okay. Nice. Okay. So yeah, uh, it was a great week. It was nice to go back and listen to this stuff again. Been a long time since I listened to System of a Down, uh, and I pretty much loved every minute of it. I was listening to System of a Down all week long. Me too. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Dude, I Best week so far for me. I can't tell you. I was driving, going fucking way above the speed limit to fucking. To a lot of these oh, songs, yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, let's do this. Let's do let's do coke." You want to do coke? I, I I just want to do coke with them one time. That's it. Just a finger blast, like a little, like a maybe or three rails. We lay out some rails and, and we do a Jeffrey. Maybe I don't know. All right, Thank uh, I'm done. I'm, 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 I, I won't regale you with any more coke stories. Sorry. Okay. But yeah, awesome band, very creative, very original, and they deserve everything that they've gotten because they fucking rule. Yeah, yeah, way, they do. Way better than Rage Against the Machine. All right, what do we listen to next week? I mean, well, this coming up week. You guys ready? Oh yeah. God, uh, here we go. I hope you guys are excited as I am. Okay. My dick just moved. Beastie Boys. Or nobody be excited as I am. <laughs> It's funny because this band just came up in conversation, and uh, yeah, okay. Interesting. I'll, I think I'll drink a Brass Monkey then. How about that? So when I when I looked up top Beastie Boys albums, all the all of the the places who ranked them had Paul's Boutique at number one, and I don't know if I even know a single song in that album. So um, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, I listened last night. So I was trying to I was trying to think of what we could listen to, and then I randomly put on No, no Sleep Till Brooklyn, and uh, and the video for that is fucking insane and i was like yeah this should be fun i, don't, I do love that song i don't remember yeah. who got me into oh, bc boys oh, don't 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 do a lot of research on it but there's a guitar player who plays the riffs in no sleep till brooklyn and the guitar solo and just think about who you think it could be okay um it, it was you from a past life i don't know all right anyway well, I'm t- I'll tell you next week. So uh, if you make the thing, I'll, p- I'll post the albums in there. I definitely will. Oh, thank you. You guys look gorgeous. Thank you for being here. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you next week. Take care. Have a Take great care. day. Great day in a mediocre life. Fuck off. Hell, yeah.